0: everyone welcome back to all as well my name is stephanie your podcast host well i'm glad that you're here with me today so i want to talk to you about the word of god but before we do that let's pray Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful day that you've given us. Thank you, God, for everyone who has joined us today to hear the message and the word. Thank you, God, that you're touching each and every person that is out there in the name of Jesus. And thank you, God, that this word that they are about to receive, thank you, God, that it'll penetrate their heart and their soul and their mind in the name of Jesus. And thank you, God, that you are open up their heart to receive this word of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in. And so let's dive into the word of God. Let's start off with Hebrews chapter three. And so with Hebrews chapter three, it starts off with the son was faithful. So I'm going to go and I'm going to read it from the top. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession. Jesus Christ, who was faithful to him, who appointed him as Moses, also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, and as much as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are if we are hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to the end." Now the next part, be faithful. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years therefore i was angry with that generation and they said they always go astray in their hearts and they have not known my ways so i swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest now let's go back to verse 7 the latter part where it says well, let's start at the beginning of verse 7 therefore as a the holy spirit says Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness. So what does that mean when it says today, if you will hear his voice, which means, and it says, do not harden your hearts. You can harden your hearts where it's going to be hard to receive from the word of God or even hear what Jesus is telling you. He's always speaking to us, especially if we have our antenna open, if we're reading the word of God, we're more likely, we're more in tune to his voice. But he says here, if you will hear the voice of the Lord and you can hear him and listen for his voice, but you have to pay attention to it. But also says, if you will hear the voice, do not harden your hearts. You can harden your hearts and prevent yourself from even hearing what he's trying to tell you. And so we need to be careful when we want to receive from God, we want to hear his voice. But at the same time, I think people, it can get in their heads, well, I want him to say this. Oh, that's not what I want to hear, so I'm I'm not going to listen to it. So we have to remember that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, doesn't tell us things that we like to hear. He tells us things that are good for us for our benefit. He tells us the truth because he knows what is good for us he's not our friend well he is our friend god isn't our friend in us but he's not that type of person that is only going to tell you the good stuff to make you happy to be on this, his good side jesus isn't that way he's going to tell you what is good for your benefit he's going to tell you the truth he can't hold back the truth there is nothing but truth in him he can't even lie he doesn't know how to lie but someone does know how to lie and that is the devil that is someone that you should not listen to But we're talking about Jesus here. And then the next part, it says, Where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works for 40 years. Don't test God. Like, why in the world would you want to do that? Test God. Why are you going to test Him? And they tried me. Like, oh, if you can do this, if you can do that, why this and why that? Why is this happening to us? That's what the Israelites kept doing. They kept complaining. I tell people all the time, even myself, When you complain, you remain. You're not doing anything about your situation. You're putting your blame on everybody else except yourself. Everybody else, even if it's somebody else's fault. You're still not bringing a solution to the problem or helping fix it. You're not. So you need to stop doing that. We need to stop doing that. And he said, you saw my works for 40 years. Like Even though, God's saying, even though these people saw what I did, they still complained. They still tried me so we shouldn't be that type of person or that type of christian where we see god working in our lives we're complaining to him we're we're testing him like why why would you even do that do you know who he is he is the god of our rock he's the god of our salvation like why would you do that you're hurting yourself and you're not making it easy on him i mean of course he can do anything but he would rather us obey him make him happy make him joyful okay And so it says and then therefore, I was angry with that generation. See, it goes on to what I said, make him happy. Therefore, I was angry with that generation because how they responded to God and how they received him, like they knew who God was and what he could do. But yet they were treating him this way. And he said, they always go astray in their heart. They always go. They listen to their heart. It says in Proverbs, for the heart is deceitful above all things. For out of it flow the issues of life. But then you hear the world say, Oh, you gotta listen to your heart. If that's what your heart is telling you, go to Vegas. If that's what your heart is telling you, go adopt a cow, whatever it may be. But in Proverbs, it tells us exactly the opposite. It says to watch your heart. Watch it. Because out of it spring the issues of life. Which means all the things that you're going through, well, I feel this, and I feel that, and I feel this, it's all based on feelings. We need to be very thankful that Jesus doesn't go off of feelings all the time. Oh, um, today I don't want you to do that. Well, no, I don't want you to do that. I have something else for you. No, I don't want you to do that anymore. He doesn't go with his feelings. Like, this is what he says. But of course it says here in 10 though, therefore I was angry with that generation and, and it prevents God from working in our lives. There are certain things that he wants to do for us, but we block those things from happening and that's what makes him upset because then we, we tie his hands and he can't do what he wants to do because he's not going to break his word. He's not a man that should lie. He's not. He's not, well, Bethany over there didn't tell the truth, but I'm going to let her go because she had a tough day and she obeyed me last week. Like, no, God is not that way at all. And so, again, in 10, therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. Like, they still don't even know me. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And that is something that you have to remember, too, because that is one of the most beautiful things is that when we are in Christ... We get to enter into his rest, and that is a peaceful place to be. But when we disobey God, we can't enter his rest. It's hard. You can't, and then you're struggling. You just make it harder on yourselves. We make it harder on ourselves when we behave in this way. Okay, so let's go on to, still in chapter 3, verse 12. Beware, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Again, he reminds us, today, if, that's the big keyword there, if, because you can hear him, you have that choice if you want to hear his voice or not. It says, today, if you will hear his voice, and then, if you want to hear your, his voice, he says this, do not harden your hearts. Don't do that, as in the rebellion. Don't do that. That's not going to be good for you. Then let's keep going. So it says in the subheading, failure of the wilderness wanderers. Verse 16, for who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Now, with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpse fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? But to those who did not obey. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. God is a faith God. He is a faith God. He wants us to believe him even when we can't see it. Even when the circumstances don't even look like it, He is a faith God. So when He tells us to do something, when He shows us something, we need to take Him at His word. Take Him at His word. That is faith. When you have faith and you believe in God in that way, you honor Him. And so it says there, But who? And to whom did He swear that He would not enter His rest? Like who? But who? But to those who did not obey. So when you don't believe, that's, that's unbelief. Because when you don't believe, that means you're not doing what he has asked us to do. So he said, so we see that they could not enter in because unbelief. So they couldn't go into the promised land because they didn't believe. That once, if you really think about it, that was pretty simple. All they had to do was believe. And they spent more time complaining If you think about the last time you complained, you know, we all have complained. If you think about the last time that you complained, I bet that you and I can say that we put in more energy into complaining, right? More energy into complaining because you spoke the words, your feelings were there, you were angry, you were frustrated, whatever it may be, more energy went into that. Did you know there's less energy when you believe? God, I believe you. I believe what you said. The situation looks crazy, but I'm going to believe that you said that you're going to supply all of my needs. And then that's it. And you go on. See, with complaining, it's on and on and it's never ending because you're speaking those words. And also, too, not only that, but be thankful, but be grateful. Thank you, God, for the situation. Thank you, God, for the people that you put in my life. Look at the things that you can thank Him for those things. Don't just stop the blessings right there. So today, this is what I want you to remember. And I want you to understand that this is the true Word of God. And yes, believe in God seek his face, but also know that when he gives us instruction, it may not be something that we like to hear, but let's receive the word and receive what he wants us to do because he wants us to come higher. So let's um, not harden our voice. Let's not complain. But in order to enter into his rest and to believe what he says, let's have that belief. If you have not accepted Jesus into your life, Say the salvation prayer with me, Heavenly Father. I admit that I have sinned. I repent. I believe in my heart you raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth Jesus is Lord and my Savior. Right now, I receive forgiveness by the blood of Jesus. Come into my life. I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm glad you pray that salvation prayer. Make sure that you plug yourself into a spirit-filled church and read the Word of God. Well, I hope you enjoy the message and thank you for tuning in.